Hello to all my beautiful souls in this vast multiverse. How are you? How are you feeling? I know it's been so long. Uh, guys, can we just throw a New Year's resolution out? I mean, I know it's so corny and shit to do New Year's resolutions, but fuck it. Wouldn't it be nice if I actually showed up here more than once a month? <laughs> I swear this year really like, I feel like I was really on top of shit like when I first started this podcast, but you know, you gotta be in the moment, you gotta go with the flow, you know? But my goal, at least for next year, is at least do at least two podcasts a month or three times. We will see. Um, this is V's holiday episode. So every year, guys, I'm gonna make a tradition where I do my top 10 life lessons I've learned this year and um, share random stories and uh, and channel messages and whatever. So um, yeah, you guys can check out my, I did this uh, last year in 2022. So this is my second year doing my little holiday special episode. So you know what I really love? You know why I'm doing a holiday special, guys? Because anyone who was born in the 90s, you guys remember like all of those 90s sitcoms that would have like the Christmas special? Call me corny, call me cheesy, but, and normally I I usually hate the holiday stuff when I was younger and I always thought it was cheesy, but I don't know, maybe I'm getting old and it's growing on me, but now looking back, I kind of appreciate those little 90s cheesy Christmas episodes. You know, like if you watch like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, they got like a Christmas special or like, the Steve Harvey show or something like that, or Boy Meets World. And, you know, they all got their little Christmas specials. And I don't know, there's something a little cute about it. I don't know. So I'm making my own. Fuck it. (laughs) Um, All right. So we're getting into top 10 life lessons of 2023 that I've learned in my personal life. And then I'm going to just share some random funny shit. You guys, you know, we're just going to, you know, fucking roast chestnuts over the open fire and and just talk you know just you and me we're gonna have a good fucking time um all right so basically let's get into this let me turn off this music hold on this is my favorite christmas song i do it i did it last year have yourself a merry little christmas this is the jazz version and yes i checked i can do this for free (laughs) remember the other podcasts i did it fucking got taken down for copyright but this one's good it's a little jazz thing but um, yeah, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by Frank, Frank Sinatra is actually my favorite. All right, let's get into this. Top 10 life lessons. Let's get into some funny stories and some channeled messages. Here we go. All right. So with my list, there really is no particular order, okay? Even though technically, yes, I said top 10, um, I firmly believe that like... It's no particular order because I feel all lessons are equally valuable, you know? So, yeah, here we go. Okay, so I'm going to start with number one. Okay, this is a a really good lesson, actually, that I learned, which is whatever someone says or thinks is curated from their unique reality and world. I am a small fragment of their reality. They do not see me as I am or as I see myself and most likely never will. And it's okay. We are all different characters in people's realities. I believe that a lot of pain happens when we want someone to see us as we see ourselves. Let it the fuck go. Because... We may be lucky to find someone who aligns with us on a very similar vibration who is able to see you as the way you see yourself and and vice versa, right? And so I say this because, um, and and guys, these are all lessons I've learned in my personal life, Um, not business, obviously, (laughs) but just very, like my actual personal relationships and friendships, you know, and I was... This lesson was really heavy this year because I realized that I was getting frustrated with always trying to over explain myself, overly this, overly that, trying to make this person understand who I am and that, blah, 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 blah. It wasn't until my spirit guide Zalo just like, not really, like I'm joking, but like 
I will call it a spiritual bitch slap, you know, like, bitch, get it together, you know, not literally, obviously, I don't condone violence, no one's, you know, guys, you guys know I'm joking, and here I am explaining once again, this is exactly what I'm saying, over explaining myself, where it's like, can a bitch just be herself, and that's it, right, it's the fact that I always feel the need to over explain just for someone to understand, when I need, when the lesson is, It is not up to me how someone chooses to interpret me or understand me. And if someone chooses to misunderstand, even if I did try to be nice and explain, then leave it alone. And that's what I've learned, guys. I got to allow myself to be misinterpreted and misunderstood. And it's okay. And you know why it's okay? And why? and, And once again, going back to my root purpose of living, which is never take anything personally. And this is a reminder why not to take things personally, because... Everyone is in their own reality. What they choose to think about you comes from many, many of years of that person going through specific experiences and specific things. So of course, you're, like who you are is only gonna be like interpreted through their energy, through their lens. So I feel like a lot of arguments in life can totally be solved by just accepting that we're, we may never be seen in the way that we would want to be seen, but it's okay. So what? So that's what I have learned to just completely let it go. And just, um, which leads me to number two, actually, which is kind of piggybacks off of number one. Y'all going to see an interesting theme in my year, right? Here we go. That it's okay to let people go when they no longer align with you. Guys, I know we've seen that phrase so many times, let go of what no longer aligns. You guys ever see that like on spiritual pages and shit? And it's true though. But now it doesn't just feel like some just random thing just to say. I actually get it now, okay? Simplicity is key. The more that I simplify my life, my thoughts, my energy, the better things are. Can't stress enough simplicity, guys. Um, Which leads me to number four. Um... Being very intentional with social media. I used this year, I didn't really post a lot, a lot, like business-wise. I know you would think like, bitch, you're a business, you should be posting. But I'm trying to move out of that obligation posting where it's like, oh, just because I'm a business, I have to post? No, I'm post whenever I feel like it, right? But now, like this whole year was teaching me to use social media for fun and laughter like being way more intentional as the world speeds up with so much more new technology and AI on the rise, especially in these next couple of years, it's going to get really crazy. It's really important to keep it simple. And I realized that a lot of my happiness this year came from using social media less. You know, I mean, of course, I'll still post stories of my travels. Y'all know I love traveling and shit. You know, I'll still post stories and stuff. But like, I don't know. I'm just like, I don't do just like random scrolling as much anymore. So that was a positive. Definitely um, positive. Uh, number five, by relaxing and not overly looking for an answer or obsessing about problems, you will ironically find the answer. So this summer, guys, I really was going through it. Like, you know, just trying to use my mind. I realized I was too much in my mind. I was trying to use my mind to find an answer. You know what happens when we overuse our mind? It usually causes us more confusion because you can't find clarity in overthinking. So... Um, but I realized after battling myself and I really had to, uh, you know, really had to take a hard look at myself and channel some messages. And I basically realized by me surrendering and just saying, you know what, I'm okay right now. I'm okay without knowing I'm okay without solving this issue at this exact moment. Ironically is when all the answers come. So basically having a more relaxed energy, even towards a very stressful time in your life could ironically bring you the most answers that you need number six more laughter dancing and more nature for better balance in the soul this world is already serious as is y'all so i spent a lot more this year going out guys i'm normally like a homebody or just in nature and so i've spent i mean obviously i've been traveling like a motherfucker this year i've been having a good time i really have been road trips, whatever you can think of. I've been having a great time. I even was doing, I I was even going out to actual little places to dance, like not too far from my house. So even going out, like I'm not a drinker, you know, I can go to a bar without drinking because I don't really like drinking. I mean, of course 
like for my birthday you guys know my birthday's on new year's day so new year's eve i can have like a drink or something but i'm not i'm just not a drinker just ugh, i don't know just not my my jam but I can go to a bar and I don't need a drink. I just need to, I just need a DJ and some music and some and that's and that's it. So I've been actually getting my, getting out the fucking house more. So it, and and I realized by reconnecting with humanity, it made me realize like, damn, humanity really ain't that bad, you know. So that was that was huge. Just more laughter, dance, more time for myself, you know. And um, leads me to number seven, which is rewrite the rules of your life the moment you find yourself judging yourself or when you feel limited. This was big for me. Um, I am a very principled person, um, meaning like I live by principle. That could be the Capricorn in me, but I live by principle. Like, ah, oh, it's the principle, guys. It's the principle. I'm always saying that. So I realized I've had a lot of different rules I've placed upon myself. And I realized like, wait a minute, by having these rules, I weirdly judge myself by not owning up, by not feeling my, by not like measuring up to my own standards or rules. So I realized I disappoint my own self. So then I got the message from my spirit guides that it's time to be a lot more flexible and adaptable with my rules. So I was like, Ooh, I like that. So that was a big one this year was rewriting my rules and being a lot more adaptable. Um, usually I'm a very like, what's it called? Um, I don't know what the word is, but like st stuck, you know what I mean? Not, not stuck, but like firm, I, a bitch be firm, you know? So it's like good to be flexible finally. Um, number eight, there is a lot of power and patience and stillness. The ability, guys, to hold your energy and your focus despite the chaos going around you is powerful, don't match energy. Hold your own frequency throughout the chaos. Even if someone upsets you, detach. The more you connect to someone's emotions or someone else's words that they've said to you, the more weighed down, the more weighed down you will be by their energy. It's just not fucking worth it. Guys, I am a very mature person. I'm very like, okay, I can see things from all perspectives, but I'm still a human and I still get angry. And there was a, quite a few moments in this year where I really wanted to snap on a motherfucker. Like my anger was through the roof. But I realized a lot of my anger was coming, was resurfacing the, this year. I realized a lot of my anger was resurfacing this year to let me know that I was really being like, allowing people to get away with everything. Not like allowing them, but it's like I was almost too understanding. You know what I mean? And so I realized I was just anger because there's like this part of my soul that felt like, you know, I don't, I, I can't explain it. It's just like, I realized when I was trying to like argue back with someone, I was matching their energy. And I realized like I had to stop this. Actually the message happened. This happened like earlier this year. And I got in this argument with this person that I know. And I was thinking like after, like even during the argument, I had, you know, sometimes spirit pops through in the middle of an argument, literally to give me advice. Most times my anger overrides it. I'm like, sorry, spirit. I just, I can't right now. I'm, I'm all anger right now, but it dawned on me. And I said, and the message came to me in the middle of the argument was like, wait a minute, do you even like this person or even like the energy that you're feeling right now? And I remember answering the question to my spirit guide. No, not really. So my spirit guide says, so why are you still participating? And I'm like, damn. And I said, damn, 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 you're right. And I said, you know, it's just not worth the ego trip. It's just not worth the ego boost or the I'm right, you're wrong power games. You know, I've had enough of ego and power trips. Who gives a fuck who's right? Who cares? You know, like I am at this point in life where I'm just going to peace anyone's ego hey v did you know did you know you're wrong okay yes i'm wrong take it bitch you need it more than me <laughs> enjoy being right that's pretty much the state of consciousness i'm in at this point where i'm like it's good it's cool because the thing is is that it's just there's a lot of power and patience and stillness and so after that argument that i had it was like around march like in the beginning of this year i realize I am never doing that again. And I've done a pretty good job, relatively good job this year. Um, you know, letting people have their moment, letting their egos have their moment because I don't need it anymore. You know, and that's another thing. I feel like I'm just, um, 
I'm outgrowing all the things that I thought I needed. And I'm outgrowing even parts of myself that wanted to attach itself to certain people or certain things. And it's like, I'm just watching myself let go of everything, you know? Um, Okay, number nine, oneness. Remembering we are all one. This was a huge thing this year. I learned that as, as much as someone pisses me off, there's a little bit of me in them and them and me, vice versa, right? Seeing my problems from an, from an observer state of consciousness allowed me to free up a lot of my emotional energy. So guys, when I say the observer mode, um, actually, I'm, I'm going to go a little bit in detail. Basically, I would see visions and visuals of me having anxiety about the littlest thing and I would observe how the pattern came from childhood and I would give myself compassion watching myself looking stressed in the visions that I was seeing and it actually changed the vibe. I would say, oh shit, there be, there she goes, there I go, upset about being late. But in the big scheme of things, it doesn't, it doesn't matter at all. And I'll send, and I was able to send myself more compassion and grace until that part of myself is able to get it, you know, till it clicks. It's almost like seeing my lifetime and myself in certain issues of my life from my higher self, like the higher self perspective for a moment. So guys, this was huge for me this year. I would see glimpses. Guys, I would literally be frustrated about something, right? Then all of a sudden, I would see myself in third person. I would see myself sitting on my couch, on my phone, looking angry. And I would say, damn, she really going through it. And it's like weird. I know it sounds so crazy to be that detached, right? I know it's like some people like, B, this sounds like a form of dissociation. You know, I mean, it could be, but... That's, I guess that would be the psychological definition, but really I don't feel like it, I don't even want to be weighed down by that, by that definition of dissociation because I feel like it was even beyond that. It was like way more peaceful. It wasn't just escapism. Like when I think of dissociation, it's like being so escape, like escaping and distant from something that's bothering you. Like it was so overpowering. You got to like dissociate. For me, it wasn't like that. It was more so like on a positive level of like seeing, like seeing the vision. It's like, you guys know I do, you guys know I'm clairvoyant. So everything I see is vision. So even towards my own goddamn self, I can see visuals and visions. And so just, so it started happening like around late spring, early summer this year, where I would start seeing these random glimpses of literally myself in that moment on the couch, on the phone, looking irritated, stressed. And I would just say, damn, she really getting sucked in by this world shit. (laughs) You know, I could really feel another aspect of myself chime in on what's going on here in this third dimensional reality. And by seeing it from that perspective and watching myself get angry, watching myself get sad, watching myself get anxious, the emotions were able to pass a lot quicker by just observing them. And, um, I know there's like a whole philosophy on that, right? I I know I've seen it in the spiritual community. You guys heard of it, right? I know I'm not nuts. There has to be something to it. It's called the observer mode or like observing, observing your emotions or observing or whatever. It's a real thing, guys. And I finally experienced it for myself. And it made me feel even more connected to this planet. I know that sounds weird, right? How are you going to (laughs) fucking detach and shit that and then still feel connected? Well, I felt even more connected because it had me feel more compassion for other people in my life. The people who are going in circles or self-sabotaging. And it's like, if you're able to see it from this perspective and send yourself different energies and different frequencies while you're going through it, you'll start to notice over time, over the next day or two, like, damn, I feel suddenly different about the shit that was just stressing me out. So when you get into that observer mode, you can also send energy to yourself simultaneously to help you through that. Um, And number 10, uh, people can only give what they have internally. Nothing personal. If someone can't meet your needs or whatever, move the fuck on. Um, Very, yeah, I know that was very cut and dry, but that was a big one. And it goes for me too. I can only give what I know and what I have and what I've experienced. Same thing for the rest of this world. People can only give what they, you know, they can only give People can only give what what they know. They can only give what they have, you know? And so meaning that um, if you are constantly upset with someone, you're telling them all the changes you need. I need you to work on this. I need you to change this. I need this from you, blah, 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 blah. And time and time and time and time has gone by. And you're like, I need you to be more attentive. I need you to be more loving, blah, blah, blah. But people can only give what they have. And so if that person has never experienced 
unconditional love or unconditional, you know, or, or giving you like, or, or, or needing some kind of attention or something. They can't give you that if they themselves never experienced it for themselves. It's a really, it's like a boomerang effect. It's like, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's, I don't know. It's just something to think about where if you were, that's why it's really important to get to know people and really get to know, you know, their past and get to know who they are now, because, you know, if you're constantly arguing with someone to give you something that you feel like you need out of a friendship relationship or whatever, and nothing's changing, then that's on you to usually make a decision like, okay, this person has not changed in X amount of years. So let me start to, uh, you know, rethink what I want out of this connection. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, that was, that was a really, uh, that was a big one because, you know, we want to be angry at everyone for not fulfilling our needs and be angry at them, but you got to see it for what it is. You know, um, people can only give what they have. People can only give what they know and what they've experienced and what they felt. And it can be, and it can be, and it can be rough, you know, and, um, which goes to, which goes to, I mean, this is, this kind of is number 10, but I mean, there's no technical 11, but fuck it. I'm going to add 11 because I'm breaking my own fucking rules. Top 11 lessons. Okay. Number 11. This is just really spur of the moment of me. Number 11, which would be, um, if you really want to give of yourself, of your time and of energy, truly give without expectation because if you are only giving because you feel like, oh, well, this is a nice thing to do. I should get something nice back in return. You will be severely disappointed. Um, that's why you want to, if you want to give love, truly give love, even without it not being returned, you got to give because you really want to give because you might break your own heart by, by weirdly expecting things back or which is expecting you out of other people. That was a hard one I've had to learn. Just because I'm a nice, positive person and I'm willing to, you know, go above and beyond and shit for people doesn't mean they're going to do the same for me. And oh, did I learn that this year? So I kind of pull back my energy a little bit, not because I still give because I want to, but at the same time, I don't want to be surrounded by energy vampires either. You know what I mean? So it's like you want to walk a fine line between, you know, you want to be a giver, you want to give, but you also want to be mindful of where is this giving coming from? Do I genuinely want to bless this person with this, whatever I'm about to give them and, you know, and not give a fuck if, if it's ever returned, you really got to think about that, you know? Um, you know, uh, what else was I going to say? No, nah, that's pretty much it. I mean, that's basically a lot of the, my, my personal, I would say my personal life lessons. Now we're going to just get into some fun shit. So I want to share some funny stories of, um, this year and then just of random years, kind of like what I did last year was I really went further in the past and just shared random stories of, of like my childhood. And I'm still going to bring that up, bring, bring those, uh, random stuff too. Okay. Here we go. So funny moment of this year. This was actually really funny. <laughs> so on one of my hikes, guys, I literally seen what looked like a human poop. Don't know how I know, but it looked like a human poop. Okay. That's all I, <laughs> I can't even keep it together, y'all. Well, I'm so juvenile. I still think poop and farts are funny. So it's like, I can't even say the word poop without laughing. I know it's so juvenile. Sue me for having a sense of humor or sue me for being childish. But hey, gotta be in our inner child, child shit, right? I'm bringing my inner child alive and well. Anyway, so don't know how I know, but it looked like a human poop. I don't know, but it did not look like a fucking dog. It didn't. I'm telling y'all, it did not. So... <laughs> So I walked by it, just kind of side eye it, right? So then I seen this person walking from it. It was this dude and he was kind of walking slow, you know, and I, I'm kind of a fast walker. So I caught up to him and I said, you just, I said, you seen that back there in the middle of the trail? Guys, it's right in the middle. And it's, and no, it's not horse poo. I, I, there's horses that go on these trails. I know what horse poo looks like, okay? I'm, there's a lot of horses nearby where I live. I've seen it, you know? This was not horse or 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 a dog. Okay, but it's in the, like, kind of in the middle of the trail, but a little bit to the side. And guys, this is a trail that is never packed. It is rare that I find if I run into maybe one other person. So whoever pooped in the middle of the trail or in the, or on the side of the, or like, it's like kind of in the middle, kind of a little bit leaning towards the right. 
Whoever did that, I understand why they did it because no one really goes on this trail. It's like really back country. Only people who are like me and, 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 and just people just genuinely like to walk long distance are on this trail. So anyway, I caught up to this guy, you know, I'm walking and he goes, and I said, you seen that back there in the middle of the trail? And he says, nah, he says, no, must be in an, in he's, guys, I can't, I can't, I can't get through the story. I can't. I remember it verbatim like it was yesterday. It happened a couple months ago. He goes, no, that must be, what you, I can't even, oh my God, sorry. He says, no, must be an, an invisible shitter. I said, what? You're telling me we have a phantom shitter on the loose on this trail? And he laughed so hysterically. I mean, I know you guys know I'd be coming up with jokes on the fly. Phantom shitter. I mean, that was kind of funny, wasn't it? <laughs> So then he laughed hysterically and then he just kind of like, you know, I walked, I, you know, I'm, I'm a fast walker. So I've walked way past him. And then I, I realized later it totally could have been him who did it. It dawned on me psychically, not like it matters because I would never shame someone for that. Actually, I think it's really funny. Like, you know, it's not a big deal, but I just thought like it, did, it dawned on me until I got like closer to my car. I'm like, yo, I think it was him. And like that, the way he was, he was laughing a little bit too hard at his own. Like he said, the invisible shitter. And that's why I said that was funny, you know, and he's making jokes. I figured I, I come up with my own phantom shitter joke too. So yeah, um, you never know who you're going to run into on a hike. You know, um, guys, people, if you're willing, uh, <laughs> anyone who's listening, if you're wanting to take a hike, uh, you never know what kind of interesting characters you'll meet for sure. You never fucking know. Um, all right, moving on. <laughs> Story. <laughs> okay. So I want to talk about like a childhood story. This was actually pretty funny. So, so y'all know, like as kids, if you guys you're going back, we're time traveling back to the nineties, the late nineties, you guys know McDonald's was always so big back in the day. Like it just couldn't do no wrong. Obviously now we all know the truth and it has horrible things in the food and all the chemicals and shit. So yeah, now, now it's, you know, now it's terrible. But back in the day when we didn't know, it was different. It was such a big deal. And of course, as kids, like it was like McDonald's or at least for us, it was like such a big fucking deal, you know? So anyway, um, by the way, you know, what was really good was sweet and sour sauce. Anyone loved McDonald's sweet and sour sauce? That was my shit back in the day. I would dip my little fries in it and my burger in it. Okay, anyway, so um, this story was was actually my brother. It has my brother involved into it. So my, we, we, we grew up, so my brothers had like these, um, like, you know, it's basically like we're all like childhood friends, you know, we're all, we're all equally hang out with one another. So, but it was only my brother in the car. So my brother and one of our childhood, when his childhood friend, they got into a car accident right after going to McDonald's and Obviously, they weren't driving. It was his dad. You know, we were still young, but we didn't have our license. But it was his dad, my brother, and his friend. And what happened, and this is the funniest story ever. My brother came home that day. <laughs> my brother came home that day and said, you know what was so wild is that my friend, like like the, the guy, I'm not going to say his name, but <laughs> his friend actually uh, was holding on to, he was obsessed with Coke. And no, I'm not talking about cocaine. I'm talking about like literally like the soda, like, you know, Coca-Cola. So his friend was so obsessed with the soda. His friend held on to the soda and the burger in his hands while the car like was like, like, you know, while like moved and did like whiplash. So everyone got whiplash. And his friend says, oh my God, I saved the food though. I saved the Coke and the food. So guys, I want, I want you to imagine getting into a fucking car accident, but being so obsessed with, with the food that you had to hold on to the food so the food didn't get destroyed in the midst of a car accident. Like imagine caring about food more than your own life. <laughs> Oh my god, I don't know why, man. This story always gets to me, man. It's like people are funny, man. People are legitimately funny. Okay, 
Now I want to talk about, um, this is a story involving me, which is actually kind of embarrassing, but kind of funny. I don't really believe in embarrassment. I don't even think it's that embarrassing. I think it's actually kind of funny, but I turn anything embarrassment into funny. I think a lot of stuff is funny. Going back to what I was saying earlier, I value laughter. So it is what it is. So when I was younger, our whole family, we would always go to Canada every summer Hey, shout out to Canada, Lake Ontario. Any any Canadians out there? Any any uh any Canadians out there? I used to um I've been to Gidinakwe. Do you guys any Canadians Gidinakwe? Um Kingston, Thousand Islands, Ottawa, Toronto. I'm trying to name all the places I've been in Ontario. Um Yeah, Mississauga, I think that's it. That's what it's called too. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, we would go to Canada every summer for two weeks. My grandpa started the tradition with his father and he just kept it along with his kids and then even us as his grandchildren. So just a thing, we would have a cabin on, a, on Lake Ontario, you know, for two weeks at a time, every August, right before school. So um, funniest thing. So they have what's called, um, and I don't know if any of you guys live on lakes or whatever. I don't know if they still do this, but back in the day, they would have what's called a raft and you know a raft is something you just like jump off on it was like a little like wooden structure where we would just like push each other off or jump off you know and just have a good time right as kids so here i am like all right climbing up the ladder getting on the raft we're all you know playing a fun game of like who can stay on the raft the longest and so i get you know i jumped off and so I'm, I'm, i'm floating down in the lake and guys my freaking side of my foot was cut open on a hook that was sunken at that was sunken at the bottom of the lake. Now, come on. What are the odds of me landing in such a specific like angle that the that the hook that was laying on the ground just hooked into my fucking foot and caught on to me? Like that's a weird specific angle, right? Anyway, I realized so it gets even funnier. I know, well, first of all, me bleeding out is probably not the funniest thing. That's not the funny part, but we're gonna get to the funny part. The funniest part. So I feel excruciating pain. I can see the blood like coming out, like out of my foot, like going, you know, resurfacing up. Like it's a lot of blood gushing. I said, oh my God, I'm gonna need stitches for this. I had to have been maybe nine years old at that time. And so this is where it's funny. So I'm like yelling like, ow, and everyone's like, what's wrong? What's going on? Obviously, there's no shark. So it's not like I got bit by a shark or anything, you know, but they're like, what's going on? What's going on? I said, oh, my foot. Then they're like, get out, get out, get out so we can look at it. And guys, (laughs) I realized my freaking bottoms of my bathing suit came off. So imagine me crying and everyone's like, get out the water, let me see. And I had to find my swimming bottoms. Like, you know, like the little bikini, got the bottoms and the top, right? So the bottoms like fucking, I I think it's like just using physics, right? You jump into a lake and then I think with all the force, I don't know how, I mean, they were kind of loose now thinking about it. My bottoms were not the right size. It was just a recipe for a disaster. So imagine guys, I'm crying. Everyone's like, get out the water. And I had to find my bottoms while swimming. And so I lied and I was like, I'm too in pain to move when really I'm swimming raw dog in Lake Ontario. <laughs> And so there I am, like, just swimming raw dog. I mean, actually, you know, to be honest, guys, it was kind of freeing. I, I kind of now see why people, like, swim in the nude and shit. It is, it, there's something very natural about it. So everyone is like, you know, my mom, everyone's like, come on, swim to shore. We got to, like, look. And I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know where my damn, sh- like, bottoms are. And then, like, how embarrassing. It's in the middle of the day, so it's packed. Like, there's a little, like, small little beach area where they put, like, sand. It's not, obviously, guys, it's a lake. It's not, like, you know, a beach beach. But it's their little beach. They put sand on there. So, like, it's a packed day. Not only is my family there, but other random people are there. So it's like I can't just, like, get up and, like, just show my vajayjay. You know what I mean? As a, I even knew as a child like don't don't be fucking showing your you know you can't just be out here just you know like I said I'm just raw dog in the ocean at this point and um so yeah so what happened you're asking what the hell happened V you're telling this damn story with the get to the fucking point so all right all right all right I'm getting to the point so 
what what ended up happening was I did end up finding my bottoms. Like luckily after like 20 minutes of just like floating around, I found them, put them on, you know, it was like weird having to do it like, you know, in the water, but I, I did, I did. So I get out and um, my foot is really bleeding so bad that they had, they got the little SUV to pick me up. And then we went to the hospital and, you know, I think that was my first time when I realized like, oh, their healthcare system is different. Cause my mom was like, really like excited about like like I think that I think it was free I don't know if it was free or if it was like really cheap it was something along those lines um which was really interesting but yeah um (laughs) very fucking random right I'm always having some weird shit going on (laughs) with like water because last year I told um on my other episode I told my story about like going to my friend's pool and it's like it was a floating shit that time. What's up with shit and water? What the hell is going on with my life? <laughs> um, <coughs> wow. Damn, excuse me. Um, anyway, guys, anyway. <laughs> um, oh, man. Um, anything... I'm trying to think here. Oh, I wanted to share a little bit more of, um, you know, I was, I was, I was, I wanted to share a couple channeled messages that I've channeled over the last like month. You know, I haven't been on here in a while. Right. So I'm like, shit, I gotta, gotta fucking shoot the breeze with you guys. So I channeled this like a couple weeks ago. I, when I get a random download or a message, I'll like type it in my phone before I forget it. So here is, here's one of the messages. <clears throat> Communication is more intuitive than mental. Very strange. I know there was a, the, there, something led up to this message, but me and a few people, we were hanging out and we were having like a debate and we were talking about communication and how some people shy away from being extra communicative. Some people don't. And so basically what I channeled at that, we were at this coffee shop and what I channeled was communication is more intuitive than mental because when you are in the present moment, you know exactly what to say, when to say it. But when you're, but when you're not in the present, you lean more on that logic, the mental side of you. And of course, we think communication, we think it should be mental, right? But hear me out. Sometimes if you're not in the moment when you're communicating with someone, you will end up stalling or becoming more nervous. You'll say, uh, uh, um, you know, like one of those people, you know, where people say like, damn, I have to think, I have to think about what I was going to say and I don't know what to say. And it's like, either you're caught up in worrying about you're going to be judged for what you're about to say. So you're, that's why you're kind of, you know, not, you have that nervousness because you're, you feel like you're going to be judged. And it's about releasing that fear of being judged and being completely in the moment whenever you're communicating with somebody. Um, And also, um, another thing, another thing, um, that I have, uh, you know, that I channeled, and this is a good question to ask guys, if you are, I mean, it's a holiday season. So if any of you guys have like people over your house, I mean, this is way deep. I know most people play, like they play these question games and they're a lot more like lighter, but I don't know. This is good questions to really get to know someone on a deeper level. This literally came to me um, not too long ago, which is what's your idea of love? I think by asking people that question, especially if you're like going to get into a romantic relationship with someone, this is a great question to ask. Also, what's your idea of God? Very deep, huh? Ain't it? We getting deep under the roof now. And then Another one going piggybacking on what's your idea of God. You can follow up with what does God feel like to you? These are all good questions, aren't they? Randomly channeled it, um, you know, the other day. Also, um, you know, I was another thing I was thinking is or what I it's actually the, the, the God guys, there's so many things. Um, <laughs> so many things to freaking share. Uh, literally so many things. Okay. Hold on. Let me, I'm trying to find. Okay. Yes. Shit, shit, shit. I'm trying to find my freaking, um, I had it guys. I'm so irritated. I had a lot of freaking, um, 
Oh, found it. I had a lot of freaking, um, I wrote down so much shit that I had to like freaking organize and I just found the folder. Okay. Found it. Found it. Um, okay. So this was an interesting message I channeled, which is about blind loyalty. You ever heard of that phrase? Blind loyalty. Um, sometimes I believe we use blind loyalty, meaning we are loyal. We can be loyal to the wrong things, wrong people, and loyal to an energy that is no longer needed. Sometimes with blind loyalty, we can excuse bad behaviors, write them off as character flaws, and somehow you believe this person or situation is owed your loyalty. Oftentimes, we usually believe that people are owed our loyalty if they are still sticking around us after time has passed. You know, and I, and I feel like a lot of healers or like intuitive people have the hardest time letting go because they truly in their soul want to help people, you know, and oftentimes they forget about the energy exchange that going back to what I was saying about the life lessons, that there should be an energy flow or exchange between two people so that the connection is relatively, you know, grounded or rooted in some kind of grounded energy or else, you know, energy can go elsewhere and hits a brick wall. So you gotta, you know, it's, Sending love without overextending your entire being into someone who doesn't show you that same energy back. Oftentimes we get more, we get frustrated or sad or angry when someone doesn't give us that energy that we give back. But instead you give love from a distance, you know, and without overextending yourself. Sometimes when we feel like, you know, people are moving on from us, we sometimes feel like, well, shit, I gotta overcompensate and, and, and find ways to keep them around. And, 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 you know, you you ever feel that feeling when you can feel like someone's letting go of you. So sometimes we can feel the feeling like, well, maybe I should do more. No, allow connections to end. That would be lesson number 12. Sorry. <laughs> Going back to my rule, let top, top lessons. I'm going to add another one. Fuck it. Number 12, allow connections to be over. We are so conditioned to keep fighting for the bare minimum, fighting for, oh my God, I can't let this person go. They're everything. Appreciate what is, appreciate what it was. And someone leaving your life is not a direct reflection over who you are as a person. It just means that we are no longer compatible at this point of time. And that's okay. We can both release each other, you know? Um, And not only that, but I was also, um, you know, I was just, I don't know. I was just thinking about our, uh, God, how do I say it? Um, It's like when, you know, when you're genuinely happy, right? You know, it's easy to start to feel like, oh God, when's the next shoe gonna drop? You ever had that when you're, when things are going so well in your life, you start to get this weird feeling like, oh shit, something bad's gonna have to happen because it's too good, you know? Don't worry how you got to that state of mind. Don't worry about the why. Don't worry about if or how long you can sustain this happiness. Just the mere thought of, oh my God, can I sustain this? How can I do this? Removes you from the present moment. Sometimes you just got to stop questioning your happiness and wondering how long it can last and just experience it. Happiness is fleeing. It's, it's meant to be up and down. It's meant, it's not meant to be controlled or something you can control. I think we have a misconception that we got to control. We got to, we got to hold on to shit. We got to, you know, control it to keep it, to sustain it. But life and joy and happiness is meant to be experienced moment to moment to moment, you know, um, You know, it's just a reminder, guys, don't take yourself so seriously. Yes, life is hard. Yes, we have to hustle and struggle at times, but don't let the pain be your motivator. Let your love of who you are and what you want out of this life be your motivator. Two things we can operate from, love or fear. Actually, um, I channeled that literally not too, uh, not too long ago, um, you know, you, you, you gotta, you gotta just see it like this. Um, I literally actually guys, there's, there's so much shit I I have to, God, there's so much to catch up on. Um, so much to fucking catch up on. Um, basically I wanted to also share that my brother ended up flying out from LA on December 2nd to visit me out here in Arizona. And we had just the best of time. I mean, the greatest of time. I mean, hanging out with him actually made the grief 
of this season a lot less. Like I feel way more solid. I mean, I'm still going to have grief, I'm sure, once I get closer to Christmas Day but and my birthday. But I don't know. It's like having an actual family member for once really changed the dynamic of this year. Now, we were road tripping, having a good fucking time. Let me tell y'all. We ended up seeing a UFO on our way back from on, on, on our road trip. And if you go on my Instagram at Dimensions of the Soul, I posted under my Instagram story highlights and you, it'll say UFO and you could check it out there. Obviously, the first video, I'm screaming and yelling like a goddamn maniac because I'm just like, guys, you guys have been with me on this podcast, guys, for years. And... I have experienced so much alien activity in UFOs my whole life. You guys know this, but I have never gotten a chance to capture it in real life because when I would see it in real life, I would either my phone, by the time I grab my phone, it zips away and it's gone or I try to film it and nothing appears on my screen. Yes, that's actually happened to me before. So this time I feel like whoever was out in the fucking sky, the UFOs, they allowed it. I was able to fucking... um, you can see them zigzagging like the first video you can, it's hard because it's a regular iphone and it's fucking dark and i'm just screaming with the wind opening but you can kind of see in the first video you guys check my instagram story highlights on my dimensions of the soul podcast you can see the lights kind of going in zigzags then what i did was i slowed down the video at the very last second of the video um it slowed down I slowed it down, meaning I had to go through a fucking like video app and slow it down. And that is where you finally see the actual like UFO breaking into three. Like no fucking star or airplane can break itself apart and like into three different little small things. You guys will see it. It was it was amazing. Um, And I did have a dream. That night, I always pay attention to my dreams when I see UFO activity in the sky because the dreams can tell you what was really going on, you know? So that night, the only, that night that I saw it, it was December 4th was when I seen it. And that night I had a dream that it took me right back to being in the car. The only difference was that in the dream, they were a lot closer to me and to the car. Whereas in quote, real life, it seemed like they were way further out in the sky in the distance. Strange, right? Very unique. So I'm going to keep a eye out on my dreams and, and on my, um, just on my energy. Guys, also be aware of solar activity, solar flares. Solar flares, I know I mentioned it before, but they are really revving up. It's, it, 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 it impacts us on a very deep level and it can switch timelines. So if you guys ever see a news article or something about, hey, we're getting hit by solar flares or solar flare this, understand that um, if you notice any major, like, like let's say you were stressed out about something and then like you see that there's solar flares and then a week later, you don't feel a stress anymore or it could be vice versa. If life was going a, a cool way, then all of a sudden, boom, 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 crazy shit happening. These are signs of a timeline shift and solar activity can totally cause us to shift into different timelines. There's a lot of electromagnetic activity. I mean, energy being sent to us and we're electromagnetic ourselves. There's, there's just a lot going on um, in the skies in a general sense. Um, anything else um, for life updates? Um, also, guys, I have, um, I'm going to be doing readings. Based on doing readings all month except Christmas Day, and obviously my birthday, New Year's Day, and, the, and like New Year's week, I'm obviously not going to be doing it on my New Year, on my fucking birthday, but I am going to be available and I do have a sale going on, a 15% off. It's uh, The code is, uh, you can book a session on my site, um, type in the code winter. I mean, you'll see it when you book. And yeah, I look forward to hanging out with you guys in, in, the, in the future. And um yeah, I just, I feel really good about like this year. I'm actually, guys, I actually decorated. I can tell like my grief must be changing because I finally decorated my house with cheesy Christmas stuff and I actually feel really good about it. it. Reminds me of my mom. So it just feels good to like, I don't know, you know, you just think like you're going to be swallowed and engulfed in pain forever. But I'm here to tell you guys, we are not meant to live in pain forever. Everything is temporary. Don't forget it. Every single thing is temporary. Um, oh, also guys, um, I just want to say this just in general sense, your faith, your trust, 
your action, your intention, your courage, and your ability to let go is the best down payments for the future that you that you will create for yourself. The future is purely created by you. Nothing outside of you can shape your future unless you allow it or give give it your focus or power. Remember y'all, only you can be in control of your energy and what you wish to put out there in life. Whatever pops up in your life, whether good, bad, happy, or sad, you have the power to transmute any situation to work in your favor. It all depends on how adaptable you are to change. Comparing yourself is a fool's game and a sure way to add extra stress in your life. You might as well just cut the shit. Don't compare yourself. It's no point. No fucking point. Do, do not downplay your uniqueness or your light. And don't feel small when it comes to tackling your dreams. Guys, it can be, I know, it can be very overwhelming, right? To, you know, follow your heart when you overthink or allow other people to add their opinions in every decision you make, you know? There'll be a time period where you must make decisions that are scary. Decisions that will catapult you into the unknown. But this is where a lot of your soul growth and manifestations happen. You will make it through that period of initial uncomfortableness, uncomfortableness when trying or doing something new. No emotion or thought lasts forever. The energy behind them does. And that's why it's always important to remember that your energy changes and it molds itself to many circumstances. And at the end of the day, you are free. Do not trap yourself into feeling you are stuck. You are not. Just as energy lives forever, as do you. Make your mark on this planet. You are the infinite spark of God's light flickering like a star but in physical human form and um you owe it to yourself to shine and you owe it for to yourself to you know surrender all the heaviness that you're carrying around a lot of burdens that you're carrying right now are not even your own could be past burdens from your past versions of yourself versions from childhood let it go don't burden yourself from the past no more dwelling and that's that would be uh life lesson number 13 don't fucking dwell on shit. Because remember, whatever we dwell on, dwelling is the energetic match of focus. And as we know, whatever we focus on can take a life form of itself and it can grow and it can make us feel like we're like, like we don't have power, especially if you're focused on something negative. It can take you can feel very overwhelming. So just wanted just sharing random shit. <laughs> But um, guys, it was so great um, connecting with you guys and happy holidays, whatever you celebrate, you know, just enjoy this season as much as you can. And for those who may not have the greatest family, you know, whatever, just know that um, even if you may not have the greatest connections, you know, because this can be very triggering for a lot of people, you know, holidays with family issues and stuff. And if you are one of those people, know that, uh, you know, you are supposed to be the catalyst in your family. You are, you're the one that is going to break the generation and show unconditional love to yourself into this world. You may not find it within your own family for those of you who may not come from the best families, but you know, Hey, you got me, you got God, you know, that's for, that's something, you know, you can, you can always find the love in many areas and create the love within yourself and, 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 and loving on on those who love you back and even those who don't love you back you know everyone deserves love even those even the motherfuckers who don't love us back everyone deserves love everyone does and guys at the end of the day love really is my message love is the point of of, of living love love is all that love is really what matters and i know it sounds so cheesy and it's not a way to dismiss everything else in life but when we are focused on self-love and loving ourselves first and then loving others it's our self-love that sets us free. You notice how every time we or get judgmental towards ourselves or get harsh, things get more heavier and chaotic. But when we start to feel good about ourselves, notice how life opens up and frees itself. Love is a common denominator here. All right, all right. With all that being said, <laughs> um, guys, I hope you guys have a really great um, holiday season. And I hope, you know, I'll talk to some of you guys very soon in our sessions. And until the next episode, which... I will see if I'll do another one this month, but if not, it'll definitely be right after my birthday. You know, my birthday's January 1st, so be around that time if I don't get to it by the end of this month. All right, till the next episode, y'all. Peace.